Jets fans, what a heartbreaking win you guys had to experience on Monday Night Football, making me go 9-7 and seven on the week in my score predictions. But ultimately, the most important thing that people will be talking about is the news that Aaron Rodgers, by all that we know, has torn his Achilles and will be out for the 2023 regular season. This is um, absolutely uh, incredible. Earlier in the offseason, I talked about the fact that the NFL trade package that the Jets put together for the Packers to receive was basically a slam dunk for... Green Bay. They were they were guaranteed to get a first round pick out of this deal because Aaron Rodgers has never missed an entire season in his career. He has been one of the most durable quarterbacks there has ever been to play this game. As luck would have it, on his fourth snap of the game, he gets sacked. And very likely, by everything that we know, especially according to an NFL insider, he has torn his Achilles. He's set for an MRI on Tuesday to learn more, but here's a couple of things to take away from the game. Before we get into the the Aaron Rodgers news, I want you to to go back with me, and I want you to, to kind of think about something here. Is Josh Allen a bad quarterback? I want to chalk this up to, you know, it's it's a really struggle win for the New York Jets. They were down 13-3 and then 13-6 and then 13-13 and then they ended up going ahead 16-13. Bills tied up 16-all only for a punt return touchdown by Gibson. A undrafted rookie wide receiver who made the team at the very last moment won the game for the New York Jets in overtime. But is Josh Allen a bad quarterback? You know, if I look at Josh Allen's stats tonight, this is concerning. But I want to temper something by by making this known. Nobody is going to say as bad about Josh Allen as they will about Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett scored more points than Josh Allen in almost every standard fantasy football league that's out there. Meaning, by the standard of playing, Kenny Pickett played what I think many people would say is a better defense in a tougher situation, and he played a little bit better. Now, Kenny Pickett did not play well. Don't get it twisted. Josh Allen had one touchdown, three interceptions, a 45.8 quarterback rating. 45.8. If I go back to the Pittsburgh game, and I say, okay, well, let's look at Kenny Pickett's stats. Kenny Pickett was 31 of 46 for 232 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, When I click on Pickett and I want to know what was his QBR rating, uh, it was terrible that day. It was a 23.8. His completion percentage was a little bit higher. His ability to at least seemingly throw the ball was about the same as Josh Allen. And so what I want to say in answer to the question, is Josh Allen a bad quarterback? Because 
There will be some people that will want to push that narrative. I don't think smart people will do it. If Josh Allen had this ty- the type of statistics on the Steelers against the 49ers, nobody would say a word because it's, it's Josh Allen. If Kenny Pickett had those type of statistics tonight against the New York Jets, everybody would be saying the same thing they're saying about Kenny Pickett now. He's an unproven quarterback, didn't play well. Allen will bounce back. But one thing that is starting to concern me, and I would, I would submit to you that I think we're looking at the Buffalo Bills kind of going the same way as the Tennessee Titans. A stale coach that doesn't fully have the locker room. An offense that should be much better than it was today. It's the first week of the regular season. I think they'll get better, but an offense that if they don't improve, what's going to happen in the offseason? The Bills don't really have anything to write home about other than the fact that Stephon Diggs is still Stephon Diggs and the connection he has with Josh Allen is still very good. Ten receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Now let's talk about the Jets because that's all anyone's going to want to talk about. It's all anyone's going to probably talk about for the next four days before we have new football to talk about. Zach Wilson wasn't cut, wasn't traded, was kept. And when you read the articles about the Hard Knocks you know, TV show that is produced by HBO Max, now it's just called Max apparently, but... When you read some of the articles coming out from that, they had the opportunity to just kind of say, we're getting rid of Zach Wilson. You know, it, it didn't work. He was a bust. Didn't work out. Uh, when you when you go and trade for Aaron Rodgers, you're essentially saying that your quarterback that you just drafted a few years ago is a bust. It's what the 49ers just did with Trey Lance. But they kept Zach Wilson. And as we talked about earlier – it couldn't have been that they kept Zach Wilson because they knew that Rodgers had a history of being injury-prone because he, he doesn't. At least he didn't. He might now. But the Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers, and here's what they sent to the Green Bay Packers. If you're a Green Bay fan right now, you're obviously not happy. No one's happy that Aaron is hurt. But if you're a Green Bay fan right now, you're a little bit happy about the trade you feel better about it right now I think but you're also a little bit more frustrated the Jets received Aaron Rodgers a 2023 first and fifth round pick and they used that fifth round pick to trade down and they were able to get in the sixth round Jarek Bernard Converse and Zach Koontz I, I don't believe I know I know Zach Koontz was not at least initially kept on their squad. Uh, let's see if he signed on the practice squad here. Because I think that's what it did. Yeah, he signed on the practice squad. Or, you know, taxi squad, practice squad, whatever you would call it. Uh, Bernard Converse, though, was a name that I don't recall hearing. I think he might have also been cut. Let's see. Did he make the initial roster? Well. He's actually on the the pup list uh, right now, according to this. So both of those draft picks are still on there. Obviously, Will McDonald is still on the team, and he he seemingly played pretty well tonight. 
Uh, forget his stats here. I'm trying to pull this up. Um, he had two points. He had he had one tackle. So I mean, he wasn't necessarily out there, but he's going to be a bigger factor as he goes on. If you're a Packers fan, you. You committed highway robbery in one sense. In the 23 draft, you received three picks. Lucas Van Ness, he had a sack on Sunday. Luke Musgrave, who, by everything that I can tell, is going to be a favorite target at some point for Jordan Love. He was targeted four times, had three receptions for 50 yards. He's already well on his way to be that. And you received Anders Carlson, a kicker, out of Auburn in the sixth round. You got rid of a quarterback on a very massive contract that was aging and had seen better days. But the 2024 conditional second-round pick is where your hearts are going to break because that would become a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers played just 65% of the snaps this season. I mean, he didn't even play 65% of the first drive. I don't know what will happen to Aaron Rodgers, but there is a part of me that wonders, you know, if you're Zach Wilson, you have the ability to know that there's no pressure. You're, You're not the starter after this season. You're the starter for this season, but you're not the starter after this year. So go play. Throw the ball. Sling it across the yard. No one cares. Whatever happens to you, you're not going to be the starter when you get back next year if Aaron Rodgers is still under this contract and still part of the team. It's, It's him. But what if Wilson plays well? Because Rodgers had been quoted as saying, I want to be here for a few years and hopefully we could win a couple of Super Bowls and then you turn it back over to Zach. And the Jets, by keeping Zach Wilson, have seemingly indicated that they believe that he could learn, kind of like Jordan Love did and kind of like Aaron Rodgers did, under the tutelage of a Brett Favre type player and Aaron Rodgers, a guy that is very good at what he does and is very, very talented. And they're hoping that some of that magic would rub off onto Wilson. They don't get that chance now for this year. That doesn't happen. And if you are a New York Jets fan, you have to at least entertain the possibility. What if Wilson plays well? Now, be prepared for something here. I, I don't think that the Jets are going to have a incredible um, season. I think they're, they're in danger of having a, a couple of problems their way. Uh let me just pull up their schedule here for you. They are 1 and 0 right now. They did beat the Bills. Okay, there's there is no doubt about that. They beat the Bills and they're they're going to be um they're going to be some people to watch as far as this upcoming week, but th- they play Dallas next in Dallas. Um I would imagine that would be a loss. They play New England next. I, I think they could probably mess around and win that game. At home against New England, but I don't think they end up winning it. 
They play Kansas City next. Sunday night football. Wonder why they wanted that matchup on Sunday night football. And that game can't be flexed. It's going to happen. Kansas City might have a big night that night. They go to Denver. They come home for Philadelphia. And then they go on their bye week. There's a very realistic chance they could enter the bye week. Three and three. I think that's the best case scenario as far as what I think will happen. Then they go on the road against New York. Now, that that apparently could be a toss-up if the, New, the way New York played the other night is any indication. They're back for the Chargers, another primetime game. Another primetime game against the Vegas Raiders. Another, you know, chance to beat the Bills, but I don't know that that's going to end up happening. I think their most winnable games left on this schedule. And some of this has to do with the fact that I don't know what Cleveland's going to be yet. Cleveland could end up being a very big sleeper team. And they certainly looked like that by beating up on Joe Burrow and the Bengals. We'll say more on that after this next week's games. Their most winnable games left are Atlanta, Houston, Cleveland, Washington, only because it's at home, and New York. Which means if that's true, they're going to go 6-11. and 11. <laughs> If you're a Jets fan, I know you had, you know, visions of Super Bowls dancing in your head. As weird as it sounds... If your team starts to perform poorly and Zach Wilson becomes the quarterback that he was that caused them to go out and get Aaron Rodgers, start rooting for a top pick that you're not going to end up giving to Green Bay. You won't have a second-round pick, but you'll have your first. And then you have a chance to kind of load up for Aaron Rodgers again next year and see what happens. Tough night. Fourth play of the game for the pa- for the the Packers for the Jets. It's something I want to end with. This is the second time that it has not worked out. The first year that a quarterback has left Green Bay and gone to New York. Now I know with Brett Favre, he played that year. In fact, let me just pull up the schedule here because this is something that's kind of impressive. Brett Favre had a similar situation where he left uh, left Green Bay and moved over to the New York Jets. And this was in 2008, I believe. He goes over to the Jets. This is their schedule, and it's, it's really kind of disappointing. Um... At home against Miami, they win that game. They then lose to New England, lose to San Diego, the Chargers. They beat Arizona and beat Cincinnati, but then they lose to Oakland in overtime, so they're 3-3. and Kansas City, they win, and they go on a, a nice win streak here. They win against Kansas City, Buffalo, the St. Louis Rams, New England Patriots in overtime, the Tennessee Titans, and then they lose four of their last five. They were 8-3 and three heading into that stretch. 
And you could make the argument they didn't really play spectacular teams at that time that ended up beating them. They ended that season 9-7. and seven. Obviously, you can't go 9-7 and seven in today's NFL because of the extra game. I'm telling you, I'm struggling to see the Jets winning 10 games. It could happen, but there's a reason that even though they're confident that Wilson could eventually lead this team, there's a reason you go out and trade for Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately, this year, it's not going to work out. And that really stinks. Really stinks. Hopefully, we'll be back Thursday morning with a preview of what's to come in next week's action. But until then, take care.